0: This is The Life School Podcast, episode number 108, and today we're going to talk about the importance of having date nights with your spouse, and also give you some practical tips on how to keep them fun and meaningful. Now I'm not a writer. Okay. Welcome to another edition of Life School. Each week we'll show you how to live life with not only greater intentionality but finding ways to make your faith and life fit together. I'm Heath Hornsby. I'm here with your host Caesar Kalinowski. Hey, bro. How are you today, man? Good. This is a uh... Are we having like, fun with this yet? Yeah, I was just going to say, I feel like we're we're in a rhythm, and this is fun, and there's content still. Last week, we talked about politics. That was fun. We didn't get a...
1: We're both alive still. The responses have been interesting, <laughs> we'll say. <Huh>? All right. <laughs> so don't talk about politics or religion, so... Cricket, cricket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So today, we're talking about uh, marriage. Marriage You've, and dating? Yeah. In your marriage? Like, I never saw my folks do that. <laughs> Neither did I, and... Uh, they, well, they didn't like each other, my parents, but no, that's not true. They didn't act, they didn't act like they did, let's say that, a lot of the time. I love the heck out of them, and they got, they got there, but wow. Anyway, I didn't see them dating each other, you know, like there was none of that.
0: So. Sure. No, and that's something I want my kids to see with, with me and my wife. And we've been married 12 years, and if there's one thing I've learned, it's that marriage is really hard work, right? It takes a lot to keep the romance alive, yeah and love doesn't just happen. Right. It doesn't, like, like in a movie. <laughs> yeah. It's not Hollywood. Yeah. There are choices that we have to make. And, yep. and today we want to talk about the importance of having these consistent date nights. And, and I'm sure that in your life, you've experienced this with even you and Tina, right? Yep. 34 years this summer
1: of marriage, man. It's crazy, right? That pe- is, pe- people are like, how old is this Caesar guy? <laughs> That's longer
0: than I've been alive. We
1: got married when we were eight. Just so like our <laughs> listeners know cuz it's a weird little thing we lived out in the woods it's a polish and, thing <laughs> it's a weird polish thing no we've been married a long long time and uh, and like you said marriage is work i yeah. mean it is it's work i mean it's 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 better all the time by god's grace but it is definitely work and this idea of dating yeah is is a, is an important thing um, yeah, let's dive into that now. Let's, yeah. Let's and get so, because
0: here. we try to keep our podcast around 25 minutes, like we had said uh, in the past, we want people to give us their drive. That's how long it takes the average commuter to get to work in the morning. Let's jump in. We do your drive time. yeah, or your gym time. Yeah. yeah here, we gym go. Time. here we go. It'll be worth your gym time. So I know that you and Tina throughout your marriage have had regular scheduled date nights. It's, we've talked about it and yeah. it's been an advice that you've given to both me and Kathleen as well. And you've said even off microphone, that this has been crucial in keeping the fires of your marriage burning. Let's talk about this a little so, bit. So caveat right away,
1: okay? Yep. Um, so just to be fair, because Tino, you know, listen to the podcast, so will my kids, sure. um, is I don't want to say like we've had them every week for thirty four years. It's been amazing. It's perfect. It's it's not that way. So first half of our marriage, we didn't even know about these kinds of things. You know, we're raising the kids. We're flipping out. A lot of our listeners are just buried. You got four kids. (laughs)
0: We're in the thick of life. Yeah, it's (laughs) just
1: like whoo date night. What you know? Like, (laughs) got to pay the bills. You know, or whatever. Just want to go to bed. You know, or whatever. Sure. But as we got introduced to these kind of ideas, and we started to invest in that and make it a regular thing, it. It changed a lot. And so Mm -hmm. it hasn't been perfect. And I'll I'll be honest with you here. Check this out. So now that our kids are grown, two things. One is they're starting to have date nights like really consistently. That's cool. Like it worked. We're going to talk a little bit about why that's one of the bonuses, right? Benefits of it. Sure. But Tina and I slipped into this this fallacy. Oh, now that the kids are gone, we've got every day and every night together. So that kind of is like every night's a date night. Yeah. Guess what? It's not. Yep. Because there's not the intentionality. Some of the things we're going to talk about here of like, you know, love on each other. Yeah. You know, getting dressed up a little bit, like coming up with something creative to do. Or, you, know, you know what I mean? It's like, sure. And so like now we're back to doing it. In fact, as we're recording this, Tina and I have date night tonight. It's great. Right. That's cool. And it was just because like, hey, you know what? In the next couple of weeks, we're going to be on the road teaching a lot and they'll be together the whole time. It's not the same intentionality. And ability to sort of you know gospel each other's hearts and mm. do any of that. So I would say it has been a very important thing of staying connected at a heart level, mm. right?
0: Yeah, you know, uh, one of the things that I remember reading a while back was uh, was the concept of three different types of marriage, which was like the side by side, the face to face, and then the business model kind <laughs> of like there's the intimates. So the side by side is like we're just plowing through life, we don't really care, we're out of love, we're just going for it yeah Get biz- stuff done raising yeah.
1: the kids whatever paying the bills yeah
0: yeah and now the business model of 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 marriage is hey I, I we have the same sort of goals we want our kids to you know go to school and get good grades and get good jobs and have families make and- us look good yeah but we're, but there's no intimacy <laughs> yeah and then the the intimate side of things is like no we're face to face we're going through the thick of this mm. we're we're taking hits together we're winning together T um, and i have been all three of those yeah, in thirty-four years, if I'm being honest. Yeah, me too. And I've been married twelve, and I- this week we've been all three. <laughs> yeah,
1: I was gonna say, I feel like me and my wife bounce around quite no, a that's bit. That's love
0: that breakdown. Who said that? Uh, it was Driscoll, actually. Wow. In real marriage. Yeah. Yeah, and he's so. So one of the things we want to talk about is how easy it is to fall out of that face-to-face, intimate, like we're in this together, into more of a problem-solving mode of marriage. Like schedules are packed. We got to get here. We got to have dinner ready. Kids need to be in bed. We got to wash our clothes for school tomorrow. Moving from task to task, getting things accomplished, that's kind of the default.
1: So that, I mean, we spent years that way, man, especially when the kids were little. Hmm. Like we were just, you know, I'm working, you know, I've been an entrepreneur and or in ministry or both. Because all of life is kind of ministry and it's all work. It's all family, right? And uh, we've just been busy people and choose to be and, you know, travel a lot and for ministry and work and all that. And I can remember getting into like seasons, long seasons of years where it was like, it was just task. It was like, okay, five days a week, this is exactly what it looks like, because school drives that, you know, that school schedule drives it. It's like the first person out the door, first person on the bus, whatever, lunch is getting packed, this and that, got a breakfast, got to pray a little bit, because that's what good Christian parents do, you know. (laughs) It's like, everything was like task, right? And then then, then it was work, 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 and then was okay, homework, and then it was get to bed. And and so what we found is that the task of life and parenting sort of took over our marriage. Hmm. Like... Like we were married, we have a marriage, but the relationship came about getting all that stuff done. Yeah. Right. So then we'd say, Hey, you know, we should do, we should spend some time together. Kids going to bed. Let's get the kids watch Thursday night. Let's go out or let's go, you know, let's just be home. Hmm. And then we'd go like, Oh man, we got about 11 things that are broken or past due to get paid or like problems to solve. And all we would do is in our quote time was problem solve. Hmm. So you're like, Hey, that was fun. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Now back to task. So then we go another like week or two weeks or two months or whatever. And then we like, Hey, we really need
0: some time together as a couple. And we would, and we just problem solve. Hmm. So, you know, we've had seasons of that too, of like our date nights ended up being running to Costco to get diapers. And it's like, no way we can't, that's not a date night. That's right. I
1: mean, that's just being a couple. That's just help. (laughs) Yeah. yeah,
0: Right. Right. You get to nothing special about it. And, and
1: I don't, I'm not big on bifurcating everything. I think all of life is all of life. But what we're advocating for today, these date nights, is a real special time. It's Mm -hmm. an intentional time set aside that's not a problem-solving time. Yep. Now, that doesn't mean that you might not say, hey, we're going to get into deep conversations and get after our heart a little bit, which Mm -hmm. means maybe some sore spots will come up or some forgiveness needs to be given or whatever. Sure. But it's, it's... that's different problem solving in a sense. You know, I mean I'm not saying turn your date nights into big heavy counseling sessions every every week, you know, or whatever. But I, I would say that don't don't make your date nights times when you're going like, you know, we really got to refinance the house, or like, you know, like the gutter's leaking like crazy, or like the cars banging again. How am yeah. I ever gonna afford a car? It's like just leave that and make it about you guys. Mm-hmm. Make it about what you're loving, what you're needing. Like, you know, what God's, what's God saying to you right now, honey? Like what, yeah. you know, just in life in general, you know? Um, what's been fun this, what's the worst, what's,
0: you know, play high-low game if you have to. Like, what's the best part of your week? What's the worst part of your week, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it reminds me of um, what Jay Payleitner said back in episode 104 when we were talking about children, which was a great episode. And if you haven't heard that, jump in on it, on how to enter into yeah. your kid's life. But one of the things he said in, in his big takeaway was, make your kids glad that you're in their life. And that's what this date night is as well, right? Is going like... We can go to Costco and errands, but no, this is the night I really look forward
1: to, I I really look forward to being together and having a time that's just about us. And it's not
0: trying to fix the world or fix our kids or fix the house or anything. We're celebrating that. That's right. Glad you're in our Yeah. That is, uh, that's something that we've been trying to work on, but it's really hard and and let me give some practicals. Yeah, let's just jump in on some practicals here, um,
1: for like kind of working on up and our date night game, <laughs> all yeah. right? Okay, so first thing I want to say is put a regular time in your calendar. Like in, in, if you don't have a shared calendar as a couple, mm-hmm. I would suggest it. A lot of people have Gmail, so that means you get a calendar with it. Or yep. even if you don't, just open up a fake Gmail account that you never use, but get the calendar yep. and we we'll use it with iCal, each other. it's great. Yeah. Or Pop iCal, whatever. I mean, yep. there's a million other apps too. You can just get an app and have it. Have a shared calendar, though, that kind of keeps track of stuff. Hmm. And if, nothing, if, if for nothing else, you know schedule that date night. You know, I tell people like, hey, did, did you have any conversations this week like at work with people? Or did you have any meetings that you had to remember to go to? Yeah, you know, how did you remember? Well, I was in my calendar so a little thing went off, you know? Yeah. Or how did you possibly fit that in? Well, it was all, it's was it been on there for a week so I know it's coming. Or, or every week we have staff meetings. So I'm like, how do you? How did you possibly remember to pay your phone bill? Hmm. Well, it comes up every month and <laughs> I put it in the calendar the you pay the bills on the yeah. third or whatever, you know, yeah, right. So I'm saying, hey, at least value your marriage and this date night as much as those kinds of things, mm-hmm. put it in your calendar. Yep. Put it in your calendar. I believe it or not, this is sort of tangential. I have it every day, every every morning at 9 30. I get a little alarm that goes off. PFT. Mm. Pray for Tina. That's what it means. People are like, dude, you you wouldn't remember to pray for your wife if you didn't. You know what? A lot of times I wouldn't. Yeah. So I go like, is there anything more important for me than my marriage, my wife? Mm-hmm. Like in, in relationships? No, there's not. So I got all kinds of stuff in my calendar. A million things a week. Seven of, those, of though, seven of those though, seven of things to remember to pay for my office. So anyway, mm. first thing is put it in your calendar. Keep it sacred. Like, just let everybody know. Like, right? let everybody know. In, in our communities, when we're really on a roll, the whole community knew. Like, hey, can you do that Wednesday? Oh, you can't. That's when you guys have a date night. Mm. You know what I mean? And we tried to do it in a night that wasn't like, now we miss a whole ton of community stuff. Sure. Like, if you know your community, you know, like, your mission, like you're in a mission community or something, or like there's a time when your community serves, yep. and it's always like, at this time, don't make your date night that time. Yeah. (laughs) Find an alternate. Yeah. yeah. Right. And by the way, date night can just be date time. Like you might choose to do it breakfast because it works better. I I, I know couples that do that. They go, oh, and our favorite thing is, you know, the kids go off to school and on Fridays, man, we go out and have a crazy long brunch Mm. and we see a movie and then we come home and it's, you know, it's time for some couple time. Yeah. (laughs) And
0: we did that with some friends too that we shared kids swapping and we'd go out from six to eight at night and then we would do the reversal and they'd go that, out from that's eight coming. to 10. That's oh. coming. That's one of my big tips. So anyway, first one though, right? Just keep it, keep it sacred.
1: Calendar that thing, make mm. it as important as at least everything else. Uh, secondly, take turns planning out your date night. Oh, that's cool. mean I, I want to advocate, you know, like to, to the husband's listening, like lead well, right? Lead. Yeah. If you have to start this, this is new. Take the lead in it guys. Like yeah. Like bless your wife by leading and protecting your marriage. Well, but as this gets going, Take turns like planning it so it doesn't become a hassle or it's just like rote thing, like, well, we always do this when we go, you know, right? Take turns planning it and try to surprise each other a little bit. Hmm. I'm not saying it has to be expensive or weird or whatever. And and that's like the third tip I'd say is they don't have to be elaborate. But if you take it on and it's like, hey, it's date night, honey, what are we doing tonight? What'd you plan out? It's like, oh, you're gonna love it. We're doing this. And yeah. then we're gonna go here. And, and then at the end of it, we're actually gonna run into so and so. And and we're going to have, you know, go out for a drink or something afterwards. So, like, you plan the night. Next week, you don't know what's going on. She's planning it. Yeah, that's right? cool. It's, it just kind of keeps it fun and less of a burden. And um, they don't have to be, like, elaborate or super expensive. Mm. I can remember times when Tina and I, literally, our date night was, we we packed up, like, leftovers, you know, in a little cooler bag. Yeah. And we went out and just had a picnic somewhere. Huh. And maybe we had enough money for some wine or something. I don't even, you know what I mean? It was just, <laughs> sure. But it was just that it was special. We went away. We looked out over, you know, Puget Sound or something. Yeah. And we just sat. There was no money, really. It was a no money. I can remember times, <laughs> this is this this little date life now, driving like 45 minutes to the only Starbucks that was anywhere near us. And wow. our date night was like sitting there and having the most expensive coffee we'd ever had <laughs> in our life. It was like two ten back then or something. You know? yeah, right. And it was like a $5 date night. And it was wow. like... Man, like how how continental are we here? You know, like how European are we having our little you know mochas and stuff? But <laughs> it was our date night. You know what I mean? That's and cool we had to the drive there, and we had to drive back, and so it was three mm. or four hours. And someone watched the kids for us in the neighborhood or whatever. But you know, well, when mean? you get and you get conversation, right? Like that's the goal.
0: It's, it's not like running to a movie and and you just stare at a screen for two hours. The yeah. drive to Starbucks, you have the yeah. Coffee. So we like movies a lot, you know. And yeah. in fact, I think Tina mentioned maybe we'd see a movie tonight, you know, like
1: as part of our date night. And I was like. Uh. We won't do, you know, you think about it, you you know, you can't talk in a movie. Yeah. Well, you're not supposed to. I do. My kids holler at me about that, but, but (laughs) I'm not talking about, I'm usually talking about the movie. I'm not talking about marriage stuff. Anyway, so I would say be careful with making movie, going to a movie a date night all Mm. the time. I'm not saying never do it, but sure. Okay. Uh, Fourth, and you already kind of tipped your hand on this, swap out babysitting with other couples. Mm. Some people say like, I can't even, we can barely afford a date night, a cheap one, but if I have to add on. Three hours of babysitting at whatever people pay their babysitters. You know, it's expensive these days. It's super expensive, yeah. right? And it always felt expensive. Just you know, proportionally, <laughs> it was always like, ah, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's really expensive. It's oh, like yeah. minimum wage or You're b- charging above. for child. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And so, hey, like swap that out. Hmm. Get a little collective going. I know people have done that. It's like you know what? We give three date nights a month because one of the weeks of the month that's our night, and we take all the kids. Oh yeah. But then the other three, someone else is taking them all. So. That's how it works right now because we got a bunch of kids and we can't afford it, you know. Mm. And so work that out however you want. I'm not, I'm not going to get too much into that. Um, fifth tip, and we kind of already hit on this, is don't talk about work stuff or only problems and negative things. Yeah. That's, you know, I was going to underscore that one even though we've already said it. If you had a movie, you can't talk, but if you're out, you can talk. So talk, yeah. right? Don't make it a problem-solving time, and but, but do go after heart stuff. Yeah, But don't try to fix, you know, like if you've got, like you got a rough spot in your marriage, you know what I mean? Or like there's something, like you might bring it up and try to seek to understand the thing behind the thing or another person's heart a little bit. But remember, keep it up. Make sure that you keep, this is a positive thing. I love date night. Yeah. Right? And if you determine in that, like we're not getting past this, we might need to get a little constant help or get another couple involved to help us work through it. Great. Keep that date night sacred,
0: fun, close. Right? That's important, man. I, I know I've been guilty of that where there's seasons of just massive life decisions or uh, really struggling with trying to discipline our kids. And so then every date night became about like, well, how are we going to fix this? And for my wife, it was like date nights are no longer something to look forward to. They're just like, they're not like crap. life gonna, giving. <laughs> yeah, they're not at all. It's more of a, like, I'd rather not have these because we're going to go super deep. So hey, if think, we
1: have to keep going after that stuff, can we just skip it? i would yeah, just exactly. rather stay home. It's easier to stay Catch home. up on Jane the Virgin or
0: something <laughs> <laughs> Um and one of the things that you had mentioned, keeping things consistent on the calendar, uh, you've said that when you have a consistent date night on your calendar, you are also modeling that to your kids. That this is important. This yeah. is keeping mom and dad's marriage together, and it's something that you want your kids to expect from their and spouses and others in the community. That's a good lot, point.
1: A lot of folks, uh, you know, were like drafted behind Tina and I, trying to figure out how to have a marriage. And yeah. Ours has certainly not been perfect, but God's given us a lot of grace, hmm. and our desire is to pass that on. One of the things a lot of them have picked up, including our kids, is wow, you guys are serious about this. Yeah. So they've seen, like I said, it hasn't been perfect, okay? By sure. no stretch, but they've seen certainly long seasons where it's like, no, that's what Teen and Caesar do. And you know what? They're they're you know, they're 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 10, they're 20, they're 30 plus years now of this. And they're saying that's a part of it, right? Yeah. Maybe we should model that, honey. And so we know a lot of people that do date nights now. And and we talked about why, and and our kids, our kids saw it, you know. Yeah. Our kids have always seen us do this. They've always seen us kiss and hug and sure. all that kind of stuff. And I'll tell you, it brings me, it brings me such great joy now when our kids go on date nights. Hmm. And now it's starting to tip over. Like, hey, can you watch Chip? You know, our little grandson, Patton, right? That was just born a few weeks ago. I was like why absolutely we'll watch him what's up? Well, we got date night tonight, we've that's already cool. done that. he's just a few weeks old, but yeah, there's like they didn't want to break the cycle, and you, you can think, well like yeah, but it's a baby, you want to stay home. It's like we want to have a great marriage yeah, so that we can important. raise a great kid you know and yeah. and, and give him all that God intends so anyway it's it's really important, and you can talk about like well, your marriage is your most important thing it doesn't seem like it, yeah. You guys, like, you're like, you're side by side or you're like in business partnership. But I don't see you guys ever having time alone. I don't see you ever kissing or being affectionate or any that. But no, when they see you kind of getting dressed up and like, hey, you got flowers. Or mom was really excited because you planned it this week and it was great. Or dad was all stoked, you know. Yeah. And the daughters are like, I can't wait till I get to plan a date night for my husband someday. It's all good What well, also sets it's up. It's all good
0: news. A mentor of mine had said a while back, like, a consistency in that regard also sets up expectations for your kids of what to expect. When they're being romanced in marriage because exactly. it's like hey i know how dad took care of mom and that's the way i want to be treated and and uh and so i'm not going to mess around with you know and i just want to tie the gospel back
1: into this okay because there is good news in this you know sure. we, we have a father right who for the bible says foreknew us like mm-hmm. before we ever were knit together before we were ever on this planet like millions and billions of people before us but he knew us and in knowing us and our needs he sent a son to rescue us so that we could have the life he always dreamed of. When we're sort of planning to bless others like that, knowing in advance, our little kids are watching, they're going to have marriage someday. That's all sort of good news. That's all sort of a reflection of dad's heart for us. Hmm. It really is. It's a pursuit, yeah. And think about it. We have a father who sent a son to take a bride. (laughs) The church is called the bride, you know. So when we're intentional about our marriages, it's... That, that's a that's a big thing. That is a really big thing. And, and and next week, you know, just kind of tip my hand a little bit. Next week, we're going to talk about like my reading list and how I get there. Yeah. And one of the things I'm going to like give our listeners is I I annually try to plan in. Hey, what am I going to read or learn about marriage to kind of pump the thing again? You that's know, cool. Many like I I'm going to read a lot of books this year, but well, we'll talk about it next
0: week. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not just going to leave people here today. We actually have something for them this week, which is the big three. Great. And that's something that we do every week that. We just want people to have a takeaway, something that they can latch onto right now. Boil it down to the big three. And uh, if you're driving or at the gym or maybe you're setting up your uh, your shared calendar for your spouse and you've got <laughs> other stuff going on and you can't write this down right now, uh, you can get this for free at 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 108. Caesar, what's the big three for this week? Okay, so here's the big three. One, love's a choice and romance
1: doesn't just happen like in the movies, hmm. and then magically stay that way. Sometimes you can kind of fall in love like in the movies, but but marriage and love and romance is a choice. So just like all fires need to be rekindled and stoked and fed, right? So does your marriage. And this is one of the most important things, is stoking your marriage, being intentional about it, um, that it, that you can bring intentionality to in your whole life. Hmm. It really is. It's not one to just hope it happens. Let's hope we stay close for the rest of our life. Let's hope our kids somehow, you know, That's love's a choice. Be intentional. Okay. Two, um, your marriage is the best picture of the gospel that God's given you.
0: Hmm.
1: Or it can be. Yeah. Okay. What I mean by this, like how we submit one to another, okay, how we serve one another, how we love, how we sacrifice our preferences and our quote rights in this relationship can all be a really beautiful picture of Jesus and how he's laid his life down for others. I mean, cool, that's man. that's I, I believe with all my heart, Heath. That's why God's given us marriage and yeah. kids and families, is that when we do that, when we live this way of laying our lives down for them,
0: hmm.
1: it's like a picture of the gospel. People, yeah. are, who does that?
0: Hmm.
1: Well, we do because Jesus has done it for us, right? Yeah. We get to so working on our marriage not only affects us, right, as a couple, but it affects our kids and our friends who are watching and learning as we model this life in Christ. And and we've had people who are not yet believers go. The way you and Tina are, and the way you speak to each other, and the way you raise your kids—it's so different than anything my wife and I have ever seen. Hmm. And I know you're Christians. Is that part of it? Is I mean, is, is that what you guys learn at church? Or you know, what yeah. I mean, it's, like, it's it's your marriage can be the biggest picture of the gospel that you'll ever have. The it's biggest, great. Man. Okay. And then the third big three. This one's a question. Okay. So the first two are a little bit of like kind of advice. Okay. Number three is a question: Do you currently have a marriage worth imitating? Like, could other couples or soon-to-be couples hang out with you and your wife or husband and really learn what a godly marriage looks
0: like, like in all areas? That's what we're fighting for, right? Is yeah, it, the con- it is.
1: Like, if you'd say, like, no, right now our marriage would not be worth imitating. Well, you know me to say this then? Date nights are a perfect start or mm-hmm. a restart to intentionally start to work on the things in your marriage, we all have them, that could improve and become a better picture of grace in the gospel. Dude. So you're not going to fix everything in your marriage right away, but maybe, maybe dates, nights, that first intentionality you're throwing in you Know some mm-hmm. intention in your marriage, I'd say start there, right?
0: Yeah, that's great. And one of the things that I love is that we always, with these big three, they're just something that we could latch on to tonight. I mean, we can hope we c- so. We can send a text to a friend right now, going, Hey, I, w- I need to get a date night in the next week. Can we swap some schedules? And this is something we can do right now, yeah. I mean, yeah. You encourage your friend in that, like you said, good one swap. So now there's some accountability, love Yeah, good that's one. great. Well, our time's up, unfortunately, but we don't want you to not be able to get these big three. So again, if you want a copy, it's a free download of this week's big three takeaways. You can get them by visiting one, two, three life com forward slash episode one Oh eight. And again, we'll get those to you immediately. And we really hope you're enjoying this podcast. We're having a really great time. We're having a blast with it, putting it, it. together. I, and like I learn every week. <laughs> <you know? laughs> I, I learn a ton. <laughs> and uh, one of the th- things you could do to help us out is if, if you're really into what we're doing and, and loving the content that we're producing, uh, we just ask you to do three things. One, would you go to iTunes and subscribe to this podcast? That way, it's uh, immediately available as soon as we release a new one, which are weekly. It'll pop up on your phone. You'll be subscribed, ready to go. Boom. If you rate the show, we love lots of stars. That uh, That's super helpful for us. And then writing up a short review for us, that gives us feedback that um, we're hitting topics that you guys are interested in listening to, as well as uh, gives us metrics that Apple looks at that says, hey, we want to get this podcast out to more people, which... People that's are great. digging it, so. If you do that, that would be super helpful. You know and share us. this.
1: Like, if you heard this podcast today and you're like, that's really good stuff, yeah. my sister and her husband need to hear that, or uh, people at our church need to hear that. would you share it out. We'd yeah. love that.
0: Okay, well, next week we're uh, going to talk about how to be a lifelong learner. We're going to look at some tips on how to pick the best books, like Caesar Reference, to read over the next 12 months. And... Uh, Caesar, I think you're going to share your reading list with us, right? Next week. Part of it. I'm not, you know,
1: I read a lot, I'm gonna, but I'm going to give people kind of like where I'm heading you cool. know, in the next 12 months or so and how I determine that.
0: Yeah, that's going to be fun. Cool. All right. See you next week. Thanks for joining us. If you want more information, please visit us at 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast.